Hi, and welcome to another episode of RPG Hour. Today we're going to be discussing We Hunt Bugs by Orcs Unlimited. As always, I'm Mr. RPG Hour. I'm Mrs. RPG Hour. I'm Jonathan Andrews. And we are, of course, joined uh, by my nephew. Hi, my name is Graham. And so, like I said, today we're discussing We Hunt Bugs. Um, we are including all of the additional books that come with it as well, just because we use those in the one shot that you guys uh, will be able to listen to starting uh, the next time that we drop an episode. Uh, so, really, I just kind of want to cover the fact that uh, there's three books in this series. None of the other Orcs Unlimited games at the time of this episode have uh, more than two books in their series. Uh, it's currently one of the best supported, and with the way that uh, Big Russ's Big Book of Bugs is Volume 1, I'm hoping that we get a Volume 2 and we get some more games out of it as well. Or more books out of it as well. Don't they have a collection of short fiction too? Uh, that is actually in the Below Deck Blues. Ah, okay. It's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the system. It's the same basic idea of Escape from Teddy Bear Island, which I really enjoy. It's simple. It's quick. It's easy to, to pick up and go. Um, I do have a question, though. So this character sheet that we're using right now, yes. or that we're using in the one shot, is that the the character sheet that comes with the book? Yes. Uh, the character okay. sheet that we used during the one shot is the... One from the book, because uh, the <laughs> other special version that um, was made for this game uh, by Orcs Unlimited um, is uh, <clears throat> it's only available as an image file, and it was so tiny that when I tried to print it, it's also very dark, um, that it, it basically uh, printed about like half the page. Mm. And it's a front and back sheet side by side. So, oh, okay. um, I mean, it, it, it looks good. It's just uh, it didn't print well for some reason. Gotcha. Because mm. I, I know with Escape from Teddy Bear Island, the main one of the main things that we had problems with was the character sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in this one, they some of the issues were fixed, mm-hmm. um, but there are. You know, a couple of other things that ended up that did come up in the one shot, like where do we put modifiers for our weapons? Where do we put, um, you know, additional cyberware? Yeah, cyberware. Where does that go? Stuff like that. Um, but otherwise, I feel like the the character sheet is is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess they learned from from Escape from Teddy Bear Island and. You know, made changes, which is good. Yeah, um, I, I think definitely it, it's if you're familiar with Escape from Teddy Bear Island, have listened to our episodes on that, then you'll kind of get the feel and idea of how that game works, and you'll kind of have an idea how this works. Um, I think that definitely something that impressed me about this was you don't have a race and a class in this one, you have a class and a corporation affiliation. And I think that that works really well, and I think that you could um, easily play a game where everybody has different corporation affiliations, where everybody's got a different mission or reason why they're on the mission that they're on, but everybody you know, is still working together to try and 
stay alive or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but let's talk about the main book right quick, um, the classes in there. So we've got Agent, which is described as a negotiator scrounger, an engineer, uh, which is described as based, you know, the engineer. Um, the Grunt, which is the described as a professional fighter, a soldier, or corporate security officer. And the Hunter, which is basically somebody who is specialized in fighting bugs. Um, I think that that's an honestly interesting choice. There is no direct healer, uh, which I thought was a very, very bold decision for um, a game that where you're pretty much in combat constantly. I don't know. In sci-fi games, that feels pretty common. Well, sometimes you have like a medic or something. Sometimes, but not always. I don't know. I feel like it's more common to actually find like a, at least a medic or something that specifically goes for that. But there's not even a, a, like a, a heal skill. Or a scientist or a researcher or something like that. Yeah. Well, even in um, games where they have like a medic, you, it doesn't always do anything in the middle of a combat. It's often in sci-fi story, in sci-fi RPGs, it's often a class that is kind of a between adventures heal healing ability. Uh, where it's not as combat-oriented as the cleric from D&D. Right. Which is clearly just an instant heal kind of thing. Or even the shaman from Shadowrun, which is, you know, it takes ten minutes to heal somebody, but it's still fairly fast. Oh, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I can play the game and I can talk during the game, but I don't know. Like, I can't really review stuff like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. Like, if you're going to play a game on a phone or something, you'd be like five stars because blah 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 but i wouldn't like i don't know how to talk about a review you know what i mean okay well how do you feel about the classes uh yeah i didn't really like how they didn't have a medic but at the same time i don't think i needed a scientist you know because the engineer kind of was more than an engineer at Mm -hmm. the same time you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like she was doing her job but she also had other abilities on top of that mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i kind of liked how they included it mm-hmm. into that one class i like the idea behind agent but i felt like it kind of fell short mm-hmm. and the overall scheme of bug hunting um i just i don't know I, it, it's not a good one-shot class that's true yeah, yeah. it's great for a campaign right don't get me wrong it, it really does fit in the but I mean, it, it was one of those kinds of things that I was just kind of like, eh, okay. Um, I mean, it wasn't a huge impressive class to me. Um, but uh, I really liked the engineer. I really like engineers in video games. So uh, I gravitated towards that when I was running my uh, solo campaigns to try and check out the game. Mm-hmm. Is that why I had 12 hit points? <laughs> no, that's actually... <laughs> They get 10 hits. Oh, geez. Wow. And then whatever and the um, bonuses they get from other things. And the uh, the corporation that you guys have give two hits as well. Oh. So they just... Wait, so the normal grunt gets five hits? The normal grunt gets five hits. Holy crap. That's terrible. So. Um, Fodder? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think the grunt is built to wear armor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like that they're definitely, you know... But even then... Yeah. Um, There's only so much your armor can soak before it actually starts hitting your health pool. Especially if you're rolling badly. 
Ooh, yeah. That is something that I find really interesting just in general about the, this system is like some of your armor is left to chance, which is cool. Um, okay, so the thing, the thing about it to me is I didn't look at all the armor, but it felt like a lot of the armor was lowballed against the automatic successes you get from damage uh, from from a weapon. Like for a yeah. weapon, you might get ten successes, but your armor you're only getting two to three automatic successes instead of five with your weapon. And even with the potential successes, he had like eight, and that was a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it just felt it feels like the armor is kind of lowballed. I don't necessarily yeah. mind that, but I do find it interesting. Uh, after reviewing it, uh, I think that it kind of is a thing where you're supposed to have body armor and, you know, add-ons to add-ons, your armor. the gloves, uh, the, yeah. the 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 boots, and things like that. Huh. Um, I think that's kind of where it kind of levels out. Okay. Um, uh, I did throw kind of a harder enemy at you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was part of the thing because uh, their armor was actually uh, four four. I, I can s- tell it was really hot. I though. saw the I saw oh, their hit their points hit too. They had thirty. Oh my wow. gosh. <laughs> so why did I have um, eight hit points? Because you the bounty hunter only has six. Because you get two more two from the corporation. The corporation. Oh, were you right. bounty hunter? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you were hunter. No. Was it bounty hunter? Yeah, I remember because I was That was like, what Hunter. we said at the beginning. And then um, I read it and I was like, oh, okay, Bounty Hunter. Look, I have a... Yeah, because I remember that oh, he I was the, looking for the Hunter. I've got the Hunter, Hunter and the fast. Agent over here. So yeah, yeah, he would have been the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. So the Bounty Hunter comes in at, at below deck blues, and we'll go over that in a second. Um, but, <clears throat> so I think, I think class-wise, those were great classes. I think that the corporations are honestly hysterical. <laughs> um, in a good way, though. In a good way. I, I just want to cover that. Uh, the company... <laughs> <laughs> it's called the company, um, and they're they're basically a pest control company. <laughs> they're to control the po- bug population, keep interstellar commerce moving, um, and basically they just they hire people to collect bounties. And if you know anything about the pest control industry, uh, pest control technicians work on commission. So I mean, you might as well call us a. You know, you might as well say we're collecting bounties because if we don't go out and, <laughs> and uh, do pest control, then we don't get the money for it. So, um, Galactic Parcel Services uh, is another funny one. Mustang Arms, uh, you know, I mean, it's right there in the name what they are. Um, I think my honestly favorite one is the Colonial Clone yeah, Insurance. Yeah, my favorite too. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't this. Uh, the tagline is, the Colonial Clone Insurance Company services the outer systems where life is dangerous and clones are cheap. Uh, so I just kind of thought it was uh, funny that they're basically, um, they're a backup service to hunters. So basically they, they keep a storage of extra equipment and firearms and if you die, one of your clones wakes up and takes that gear and goes into hunting again. So, so I saw that and I said, wait, we're not playing back, paranoid, are we? You wouldn't come back, right? <laughs> no, but your clone would. Oh, well then. Uh, I guess you can see how that... But still, you're still dead. Mm, I get it, okay. It's very Wait, sci-fi. so technically you would... Would you be controlling the clone? Yeah. I mean, you just have a... a an, a new character sheet oh. with your clones stuff you know oh. sometimes the clones don't come out exactly the way they're supposed to i'm sure and so there's probably some you know yeah. little bit of changes here and there some tweaks 
Uh, but yeah, no, the, the the rest of them are kind of the same way. The only one, the other one that I wanted to point out is the Spin Word Entertainment Limited. It it's a basically a TV network. Hmm. Um, so I thought it was funny that hey, a, a campaign based on everybody working for them, and basically like you are the cast and crew following a team of hunters, <laughs> and like so you're trying to record them and. Make sure that you get all the video of them, like like an episode of uh, Ghost Hunters. But uh, welcome to Bug Hunters. Today we watch as Josiah tries to take on fifty bugs. Can he survive? No, no, he cannot. Behind the camera, we have our team member Macon with his minigun to make sure that our camera crew stays alive. Josiah's on his own, though. We do not interfere. This is art- uh, artificial intelligence. But its description says advanced intelligence. Huh. Typo. Multiple times. Advanced intelligence is the title, right? And it says advanced intelligence incorporated. Blah, 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 right? But the thing says artificial intelligence. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's a logo change or something, but... Yeah. Um, I really like the edges and flaws system in this. Um, Did any of us have edges or flaws? No, No. because it was just the one shot. So for simplicity's sake, it's just... Are they the same as the edges and flaws in Teddy Bear Island? Uh, for the most part. Those are pretty good. Um, uh, they're a little bit different named and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure um, they're more, right, you know, right. bug related. <laughs> I, I think my favorite is, um, uh, where was it? Here we go. Uh, tough as nails. You can keep going while others can't, even after uh, being dismembered. You can fight with little to no problems. <laughs> Dismembered, define dismembered. And so... Get over here, I'll bite your legs off. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's where... um, It is but a scratch. That's where the NPC Charlie came from. (laughs) That's awesome. Is that one edge. I I was like, all right, I'm creating an NPC based on this. (laughs) That's funny. So um, that's where Charlie comes from. Charlie is our uh, resident uh, tough as nails character. Uh, For flaws... Um, I like Trouble Magnet. If things go wrong, if things can go wrong, they do. And always around you. The biggest bug thinks you look tasty. Uh, so, I mean, personally, that was my favorite edge and flaw. Um, I don't know if yeah. anybody else has, like, a favorite. I liked, um... It is page 38 and 37. It's just glass jaw. If you are dismembered, you are out until you receive medical attention. Aw, oh, shucks. Right? I can't fight without that arm. Right. <laughs> I, I, I like the... Uh... I hate the influential enemy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody important doesn't like you. The worst part is that they have influence to use against you. Oh, yeah. That would suck. What's your favorite goal? We'll get to goals in a second. Oh. I mean, they all kind of balance out, you know, mm. the edges and the flaws, <clears throat> so you can kind of... I think my only complaint about the edges and flaws is there's not enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I get it. There's only so many pages that go into these books, uh, but... Um, I would like to see more edges and flaws. Um, I'm honestly sad that um, we didn't really get anything in the new books. We didn't get any more edges and flaws. Um, we got a really cool um, 
story uh, for a, a station called uh, Texas. We got a lot more bugs. We got some really cool new guns. Um, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, we got some new guns, and we got uh, an additional thing um, called genetic alteration. During the cloning process, some people have chosen to augment their genetic code. Um, and so it lets you kind of tweak your clone. Um, this also adds in the idea of aliens, kind of. It's, to me, it adds in the idea of aliens, which you still don't have a race that you pick here. Because you've got, um, you can have fur, a tail, claws. And so it's kind of like, you know, are they getting this from human DNA? Are they, are they, sorry, not human DNA. Are they getting this from animal DNA or are they getting it from alien DNA? So Or bug DNA. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would say probably animals. <laughs> Think about it. A claws. Well Yeah, but an alien could have claws. But fur. Do aliens have fur? I guess they, they could. Both and stuff. So do aliens, yeah. I mean yeah. so do animals. So um <clears throat> I'm sad we can get more edges and flaws. Um I think that's just a personal they're fairly easy to make, though. Yeah, they are. I mean, in all honesty, I, I have a, a big book over there by uh, Iron Crown that I'd go to to grab some stuff. So <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so, um, what page is that on? 30. So, for goals... Um, it's kind of the same thing as before 5d6 and you get your goals um, you do three goals the only reason we didn't use them during the one shot is because I wanted to just focus on um, the one shot game uh, in a campaign though they're really helpful <laughs> yeah um, I think personally my absolute favorite on here is um, well actually I just saw one that I just remembered uh, Macon would have done this one like over three times uh you want some of this you're on a bug killing spree the entire room of bugs is laid to waste and you're still standing uh he would have he would have done that one good um here we go um number 17 is your teacher would be proud you use a mind-based skill to get out of a sticky situation oh yeah and i thought that was kind of cool That's just um also the motif that your teacher would be proud yeah i'm out here killing bugs in the far reaches of space but mrs lieberman from third grade she'd be proud of me like no 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 the best one is i thought they smelled bad on the outside you yeah. are swallowed or otherwise covered in bug muck you must quote this line or something like it to complete the goal. <laughs> uh, I also think that that's a, a, a lot of fun, too, is the ones where you have to quote something or, or say something at the right moment to get the points. Um, I feel like number 20 would be the hardest. Honestly. What's that one? You killed my father, not prepared to die. You must kill the bug that killed your father. <laughs> Depends on the campaign and the game master. It's funny. like, here, eat my father so I can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Pikachu meme. It's like, <laughs> do, I have to do this in order to get this goal. Bug actually eats father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, just and once again, there's a lot of pop culture references in the yeah. goals. Uh, that's one thing I definitely love is... Yeah. Uh, the pop culture references you definitely get a feel of uh, 
a love for the overall geek culture from these, so. <laughs> yeah. I think number 29 would have been cool. Which was that? Uh, I'm friends with a monster. You've made friends with a bug. This will take a convincing argument and some charm. <laughs> yeah. That, I feel like that kind of would have been, like, fun, but super challenging at the same time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because well, like, you would have to convince the rest of the players not to kill the bug you're yeah. trying to befriend. And it, there's a chance it came with, like, maybe three or four other bugs. <laughs> right. And then you'd have to convince the bug not to kill you and your friends. Yeah. <laughs> so as usual, I feel like the skills could use a few more skills. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, they work really, really well. So, I mean, it's not a huge complaint. I mean, it reminds me of D6. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it has skills that are kind of tied to the well, the attribute, and you have your skills list, and you know, it's kind of flexible. If you need another skill, you can always make it. I'm sad that none of y'all used your special skills during gameplay. Didn't, we didn't uh, have we didn't to. Have, we didn't have special skills. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you do. Seek cover would have been useful once or oh, twice. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If a little bit jarring in a narrative sense, since the bugs were always right on top of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had leap. I would have leaped directly into their jaws. <laughs> well i mean also you would have accomplished the one goal <laughs> yeah y'all could y'all could have actually used them in that hallway basically creating cover behind a doorway or something like that i, I mean yeah. rules what the per the rules mechanics it would have worked just fine but it would have been a little odd <laughs> these spiders fell on top of us i'm gonna go jump behind this door to create cover right. yeah <laughs> I mean, I would, but of course I you do with pesticides. I don't want to be right on top of them when I'm spraying that stuff. Like, <laughs> So is there a special skill that you guys kind of uh, wish you could have gotten to play with more? A uh, special skill that you kind of really liked? We didn't have a whole lot of special skills. I really skills. wish I could have done that pet thing. That would have been so... <laughs> I would have had one of every bug. <laughs> No, no, no. We're talking about special skills. Yeah, I think the one that lets you isn't wasn't the one that lets you talk skill. to bugs or something like that. That lets you befriend bugs. I think. What are the skills? I think you had talked about it earlier in the. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna make friends, and then you said you don't have that special skill. <laughs> Maybe there's not. <laughs> I think I was just saying that. To get you off the case, because it wasn't <laughs> oh. really fitting in with what we were doing, so. Mind control the bugs, though. That sounds like a special skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's mind trick, but I don't know that really? that's specifically that for one? bugs. It's where you throw the ball, but you don't actually throw the ball. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, This allows you to redirect thoughts or cause someone to overlook key information. It will not allow you to make a person do something out of their nature. Hmm. Um, or that will immediately negatively affect or injure them. Mm-hmm. So, is it not the George you're looking for? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, fall. I really wish I had fallen a lot more in this in this adventure. <laughs> you should have made that happen. That's a special skill that I really wish we had used. <laughs> right. Uh, I I will say I do like that. Um, it really is kind of a useful thing. I can't count the amount of times that I've. Fallen in games. Yes. Um, but, uh, I mean, you know, taking half damage would be better than 
dying from something because you fell just a short little ways. So. You have five freaking hits. <laughs> right? God, that just sucks so bad. You gotta get those um, those jump boots from uh, Portal. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so are there any weapons that you guys were not big fans of or uh, that you really, really liked? Not necessarily got to use today, but that you... Wish I could have used just some of the heavy weapons, but I'm just, they were pretty nice. Like, I gotta you know admit, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, what? Oh, um, I would it would have been cool to use one of the plasma guns. Yeah, one of the weapons. energy weapons. That would have been hmm. really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or like a rail gun. That was it. Was made just for um, Russ. <laughs> I'm trying to actually see. I think there's only one. Or even that, if I just said, sorry, what? I was gonna say. I think that the plasma rifle is the only one that's an energy weapon in here. You have a plasma mm-hmm. rifle? I have a plasma cannon. Plasma, a plasma cannon. cannon. Yeah, that's the one. I think that's the only one that's a. Uh, I would have just used that. Or, like, the grenade launcher. That way we wouldn't have had to have been like, man, I wish I would have picked up those grenades. You remember? Like, I would yeah. have just been like... But with how close Ooh. everything was, you would have also done damage to that's yourself. And... true. I could have peeked the nozzle No, that's where we door. find cover. <laughs> yeah, right. Charlie, I could have, like, shot it into the room that Charlie was in and then done that's my true. special leap. Grenade would have been useful then. Like, true. Yeah. So glad I got that email. It uh. <laughs> said, dead or alive. Because Man, really, they yeah, were. He was already completely gone. They would have had to. Well, so, if he doesn't have any of his cybernetic parts left, does that count? <laughs> right? Well, you always have to be careful about sca- scavenging something off of someone who is a company employee because you never know what actually belonged to them mm, and what belonged to the company. Right? <laughs> Technically, if you blow, like, if you blow his heart out, can he get a cybernetic heart and keep living? Would he be able to do something like that? Uh, by the rules, there's nothing about a cybernetic heart, but, I mean, sure. All I mean, you really need, technically... Does technically have a cybernetic heart? <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, all you technically really need is your uh, brain and brainstem. Really? Yeah, Although, if your blood's not you circulating, it's kind of yeah. hard to live without, you know, for very long. Well, yeah, but an artificial... Pump would work just fine. So. You'd have to get yeah. it really fast, though. Like if you actually lost your heart. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like Dick Cheney. <laughs> yes. So I liked the addition of cybernetics in here. Um, I like that it's a very simplistic cybernetic system. Um, I've sat down to some really cool stuff, and we basically spent like three hours just trying to get one cybernetic arm. So. Um, that's crazy. The best way to get a cybernetic arm is to lose an arm to begin with. True. Well, and I, I'm also not talking about uh, Shadowrun or Cyberpunk 2020. Those are actually really easy to do cybernetic system stuff as well. But I'm not sure that I would say they're easy to do, but they're integral to the system. If you're not doing taking an extra 10 minutes, or if rifts for that matter, Oh yeah. if you're not taking the time to put into your cybernetics, then you're not really getting the flavor of the system. Um, what this reminds me of is the Savage Worlds cybernetics rules in the sci-fi companion. 
because it's just it's really simple. You have you have a few options, and they give you the effects, and they don't try to spell it out in long mechanical terms. They just they just give you the effects. It's nice and straightforward. I haven't seen that one, so. Um. I haven't seen that one, but I was thinking uh, along the lines of uh, the old uh, GURPS yeah. add-ons. Yeah. They were pretty straightforward. Here's what this is. Here's how many slots you get. Right. Um, that's kind of what this was, too. So. Yeah. I like that ricochet option. That was pretty cool. It's <laughs> like ricochet a board around the corner. That was one of the skills, wasn't it? That or was one special of the special skills, skills yeah. yeah. That... Would have been cool. Did I ever do? I don't. You think didn't. I did. You never do it. We didn't ever need to. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I, I guess he, if he had found cover, he could have done it from <laughs> right. there. But he didn't have the skill to find cover. He would have had to like actually look around and find cover. It was a lot more of. a... If I would have known they, those spiders were gonna come through the vent, I would have just like ricocheted into there. I will like, mention <laughs> that I did say there are vents in this facility. <laughs> they may be in the vents. <laughs> yeah, but oh uh, yeah. This, this this whole adventure felt very Space Hulk to me. You know, yeah. with the Jenna Steelers just rushing at you and you in Overwatch mode. Of course, maybe that has something to do with the minigun I was using. <laughs> we should try this, but... Because you can get, like, bounties for killing them, right? Mm. But, like, like one of them is, like, $220 for killing something, you know? Mm. Like, we should just run through it, you know? And see how many of the... Like, run through bounties? Can... Just actually just yeah. be straight at bug hunters and just go around killing bugs? Right? So it's it's pretty much a very straightforward game. A lot of the add-ons and stuff are very straightforward. Um, I like the way initiative works in this game system. I've said that before with Escape from Teddy Bear Island, but mm-hmm. um, I really do like the the option of everybody rolls and you get a chance to have a one to a six. Yeah, and you could go first or last. And, um, uh, or first and last. Or first and last. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody only had t- uh, one or two dice, but um, I mean, it's it's not that hard or expensive to purchase up to another one. And right. Uh, in all honesty, I'd, I'd probably go with four dice myself if I were playing. Four. How much does it cost for an extra initiative pass? Uh, I think it's five points. So and you, you get, get ten. Fifteen. No, I think you get less than that. Yeah, I don't think you get that many. No. But I mean, like, I would probably, like, if, if I were to play a campaign, oh, I would yeah. sit at about four dice. I don't know that I'd go any yeah. higher than that, so. Yeah. Because, I mean, at that point, I mean, sure, I can end up with all sixes, but that's not likely. It and, also depends on what gun you're gunning for, because if you're gunning for a 12 rate of fire gun, you don't really need all that many initiative no. passes. <laughs> but, I mean, it didn't take you too long to go through it, and that was, that was the good thing, I think, is... It's a, it's a fast system, so the it combat is. doesn't yeah. take long, and you can even you can have where, you know, one attack you're you're doing you were doing what nine, to make sure Often, that you yeah. that you didn't have below five dice in your pool. Right. So like that's that's a lot, and it went by very quickly. I think it was only like two minutes, right? Something like that. Yeah, uh, a little over two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was mm-hmm. like four turns in forty five seconds. That's not. Mm-hmm. That goes really fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combat goes by really fast. Yeah. Which is good, because if yeah. you're wanting to play, especially if you're doing a campaign or something, you don't want to be bogged down by combat, which right. yeah. a lot of systems, you are bogged down by combat. 
Well, a lot of systems start off bogged down, but once you get good at a system, usually it goes faster. Yeah. But even for that, this one's a pretty fast system. And it's it's really quick to get used to. Yeah. It's yeah, I'd knowing... rather be like fast, faster than normal, you know, than slower than normal, because mm-hmm. it's complicated and there's more things yeah. you have to think about. One thing I have to say, I don't like just on the just on the surface of them systems where your damage is determined by a dice pool mm. because lots of t- in lots of systems you wind up doing zero damage just because you rolled crappy. Yeah. And you're shooting you're hitting them with let's say a lightsaber for example. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't just doesn't make any sense. Not to call anything out in particular. <laughs> <laughs> but in this system, you get the automatic successes, which kind of makes up for that, and I really like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of getting to roll dice to do damage. At the same time, it's also I, I like playing archers and or people bows, and I can't count the amount of systems where I'm like, yay, I just hit and I did one point of damage. And yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, even even in this, um, there's actually an archaic weapon section. And you can have a bow in um, We Hunt Bugs, and it does three, two. So I automatically do three damage, and I'm rolling two dice to do right. some more. I mean, I can live with that. It's like, like at the most, you you can do, what, five, five damage, which is nothing to sniff at for some of the bugs. Well, that's five damage on the bow itself. One of the things I like is if you get additional successes on your attack roll, it boosts your automatic damage right. on that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so depending on your skill... You you could bolster that a lot, but at minimum, you're at least doing, um, you know, at base settings or whatever, you're at least, mm-hmm. you have the chance to at least do five points of damage. I love how it adds to automatic successes and not to the dice you roll. Yeah. White Wolf. Oh, yeah, adding to your dice pool rather than adding to... Oh, my gosh. I already rolled a success on this. Why do I need to roll another success to do more damage? Come on. And then you have, you know, if you miss, or if you, you know, essentially do no damage, it's like... Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, (laughs) I succeeded in not doing any damage. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I hit him with six successes on my shotgun roll and did... 10, po- 10 levels of damage on my dice on my damage roll and then he soaked all of them I did no damage with my excellent shotgun hit right <laughs> this makes no sense <laughs> you just look at it and you're just like Why? <laughs> this mitigates that there was yeah. that one shot where I hit the guy and he t- and he soaked it all but yeah large, that was pretty that yeah. was pretty- I think at that moment we were all like oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> and honestly Oh, what were you going to say there? Oh, I was just say, yeah, that's what happens when you roll three sixes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was terrifying. So um, <clears throat> that pretty much covers the main book. Um, so let's do a quick one to five on the main book, and then we'll talk about below, uh, below Deck Blues. Okay. Um, so as always, we're going to start it off with not our reviews. Um <clears throat> So right now, uh, at the time of this recording, uh, We Hunt Bugs has a 3.5 review on DriveThruRPG. Sorry, I had to reload the page. Um, and it, oh, 
it does not currently have a review at rpggeek.com. Hmm. So, uh, right now we've only got the one review to compare it to, which is the uh, drive through RPG to 3.5. Um, I'm going to actually go last this time. Chelsea, what do you <laughs> give it? Um, I'm actually going to give it a 3. To be perfectly honest, my this the setting is not really my thing, mm-hmm. but it's a good game. It's a really good game, mm-hmm. and it's really fun to play, and I would play it, but the setting's not really... Mm-hmm. Not really my thing. Not not my jam. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Graham. All right, I I'm gonna say probably a four because I know this is just like a quick game. You know, it's supposed to be like a one time, but I kind of wish it would have started farther back into the story. You know, like mm-hmm. we were already heading to the place. Mm-hmm. We were already on the ship and everything. You know, I wish it would like. Well, yeah, no, no. well, that's like that's a review of the of the one shot we just did. What do you think yeah. of the system? The yeah, game we're itself? talking about the book, the game. Oh, one to five of the game. Oh, then I would say probably a five. I liked it a lot. I like this kind of stuff, and I like how easy it was. You know, it was really easy to check everything. It was easy to roll your stuff, and I just yeah, pretty much. I think the 3.5 is a really fair rating for this because for a one-shot or for a party game, I love this game, and it's great. I would give it a four-star for a one-shot. But if I were going to play this in a campaign just for the main book, I would like more options because I like to have more options when I'm leveling up my characters. When I'm GMing, I don't like like to have to make up a lot of stuff myself. I like to have at least stuff to springboard off of. And so I I like that 3.5 rating. I think that's fair. So for me, it's it's a 4.5. (laughs) 3.75. With a small caveat that um, I've written a lot of background material for how I like to run things for this. and I'll honestly, like, if I were to see some of that appear in, like, a second edition of this or something like that, I would probably give it a 5 rating just because um, I've done some more edges and flaws. I've written out some more um, gear that's specific towards the different companies. Um, you know, I mean, we've got big... We've got Big Russ's Big Book of Bugs, which definitely adds more bugs. And, you know, if you if you add that in... That definitely puts it right there for me. Uh, but, I mean, it's a 4.5 teetering towards, towards a 5 for me. So, Below Deck Blues. Let's talk about this for a minute. So, Below Deck Blues adds a couple of short stories. Uh, adds a couple of random encounter bug tables. Adds some more bugs. Adds a little bit more armor. Um... The new armor is still, um, it's all Borno and Xenon uh, armor, uh, but it's all zero ones. Uh, well, I mean, the jacket's a one one, but it adds a couple of weapons, but uh, the B and Z stuff is, um, there's a large handgun that fires rifle rounds, um, and there's a B and Z 
chain shuriken small throwing disc with a chain attached to it um and we just got that corporation some kind of uh, i kind of wish there was a little bit more in regards to b and z stuff considering that we got that added in and you get 25 percent off for it um would have been nice uh genetic alteration for the clones is a lot of fun i think the fact that it just it adds so much more to your character as well uh it's just kind of nice adding the bounty hunter i think is definitely a really interesting take on things because uh the first four classes definitely made you feel like these people are the corporation they work for the corporations they're all about the corporations and now you've got a bounty hunter who eh, that's probably the lone wolf the guy coming in on the team because uh, you just need one more warm body type thing um i love that they also add the freelance guild which is basically a um <clears throat> the whole point of it is just a way for people who don't want to be associated with corporations to work for a corporation, so to speak. Uh, they basically, it's just, it's like an old-fashioned guild. You go in, they've got jobs, you go do them, you get paid. It's the Adventurer's Guild. Yeah. I got um, a question about those clones, right? So, let's say I knew something, the whole group knew something, right? And then I made a clone. Would I still know that? <laughs> like, you know, if my whole group know that we were secretly going to go... If my whole team knew that we were going to go save Charlie, right? And we all know who Charlie was. If my clone came, would my clone know who Charlie was? You would probably get your memories backed up. Yeah, I mean, it would assume that you get your memories backed up. Oh, all right, okay. <clears throat> but then that also... You get into the transhuman discussion here of when are your memories backed up, how much do you know versus your clone. Yeah, okay. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so, I mean, it would depend on the campaign that I'm running that I would go one way or another. <laughs> uh, most campaigns, I'd probably say you would pick a point where your memory was and anything that you found after that that you didn't... Auto-saves. You'd function <laughs> oh, off of auto-saves. So yes. then nothing before that... I would remember. Or no, nothing no, everything after. before that. Everything for nothing. After. Everything like at oh. the point that you auto saved, you would have all of those memories. If and it's been, if it was remember. two weeks before you had had an auto save or something, you would have lost two weeks worth of time, oh. memory wise. But then as soon as you auto saved, then you remember all of that. Mm hmm. All right. Okay. Most likely, it would be between game sessions. Mm. Right. Okay, alright. Ideally. I mean, it just depends. Like, that would be an interesting flaw, is like, you have a, a <laughs> yeah. delay in your in your autosave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Like, you could only save every other time in between game like, sessions. Like, in game time, like, in, in game time uh, parameters, like, if... You auto, you can only auto save like once a week. Like oh you took gosh. the discount clone memory <laughs> package, so you can only auto save once a week. Or like you or upload your upload your memories once a week, and so you know if you if you die before you're able to auto save the next time, you would lose like that whole section. Oh my gosh! You know, or like be... you chose like a, a discount company that doesn't have like hubs for memories very often, so it's you like you just, visit oh their hub. just like have out of range for a while. Jeez. 
<laughs> You'd be like, ah! Wait, wait, we lost my carrier! <laughs> right? We can't go in there, man. I don't have I service. Don't have work. Man. Stay behind. One of the flaws... That would be great. One of the flaws would be like, after every game session, you would write a summary. And whatever you wrote down in the summary, that's all you would remember. So if you miss like a key point, right? If you didn't write you it down, you remember it. Dude, I don't know if I would want to play in the games he GMs. I know, <laughs> he is right? Hardcore. That, is, that would be so awesome, though. It's like because you would yes. really have to take really detailed notes yes. and like remember everything. That way, if something came up that you didn't write down, you don't have it yeah. in your notes. You were screwed. Right? Wow. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It takes It'd player like, knowledge to a whole new level. It would be like, oh yeah, I am your evil twin brother. I'm sorry. Who? It's like looking through your notes. It's like, hold on, just a second. <laughs> I don't I don't have any I don't remember this. <laughs> so for anybody does adding below deck blues affect their rating of We Hunt Bugs? Uh that's what brought it from a four to a five for me, I would say. Like the just the We Hunt Bugs by itself was good but then they added in like a little bit more like that's all i needed you know you just need a little more seasoning <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little more flavor for me it really just stays the same i mean yeah it adds you know more stuff to the game i mean that's nice um you know having a few more options it's useful and helpful um but i mean it's still a solid game, but again, setting is just not really my thing. Mm-hmm. It does make it better. I'm not sure if it carries it quite into the four-star territory better, but um, I, I love the things they added in it, and it's definitely worth the money. And um, if you want a good party game or one-shot game, <laughs> then you definitely need to pick up that as well as the main book <laughs> because it adds a lot of stuff. I do wish they, they added ships. I wish they added ship combat because oh yeah ship combat would be awesome yeah it would be it would be really nice to have i think it would be cool if you could like put add-ons to your ship oh yeah, yeah. ship modifications yeah. like where like, you can customize mm-hmm. your ship yeah, and like like nitro that would be cool can you like, can you imagine speed ludicrous speed <laughs> can you imagine what what jada would have done to that ship yes <laughs> and it would have been terrifying it would have been amazing <laughs> Yeah, I, I say tomato, you say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see what Pat would do with the uh, ship creation rules because everything else he does is 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 really straightforward, really well done. Oh yeah, I think that. Uh, I think mentioning ship creation rules and ship modification mm-hmm. rules. I think honestly. Because that is my jam. I like stuff like that. I feel like that would definitely bump bump my rating much higher mm-hmm. if I could, you know, build my ship. Because I like playing engineer characters. Like, like I like yeah. playing the tinkery, fiddly type people. Which I take is why you really like a uh, traveler. <laughs> yes. I also really like life path systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like. I- it's weird. I, I like fiddly things. Because <laughs> it is a really fiddly thing, like yeah. having to go through a life path. <laughs> I'll be honest. I really like the uh, Traveler and Mega Traveler ship creation rules. Um, if, a, if I feel like a system doesn't have a good one or they don't have one at all, I will bust out those books and use them. And one of the things I really liked is a lot of the ships in here have that feel of Traveler already yeah. in them. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it was, it's kind of easy just to grab those rules. 
they do have uh, they do talk about some things that are very specific to ship creation um, in the lexicon specifically they do talk about the fact that um, their version of a warp drive um, has a name um, hmm. <laughs> I think I think that would definitely push it into you know for yeah. for territory yeah well it would help with campaign the campaign standpoint yeah too, because too. it would give you more to do in the universe yeah because instead of okay we get on our generic you know to- toyota camry ship uh-huh. and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go which has an excellent floor plan plan by the way <laughs> yeah it does it does have a pretty good floor plan i'm such a good name for my character it would have been so much better you know what it is what Perry Hotter. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, one of the cool things is um, when a hunter rescues personnel or equipment, they receive ransom bonuses. Yeah. Um, depending on the type of ship that you have, hmm. it's already built in of what type of bonus it is. Oh, okay. oh, nice. So, if you rescue a courier ship, it's 1500 ah. If you rescue a yacht, it's 2000 uh, bulk freighters are five thousand. Yeah. So I, I do like that there uh, is. Imagine what Jada could do with a bulk freighter. <laughs> oh my! I'm gosh. trying not to. La 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 la. <laughs> Instead of like giant turrets on the side, it'd be like giant mops. <laughs> Don't touch my shit. No. <laughs> no, I just, you know, a heavy class ship. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> There would definitely be whirring blades. She'd be like, oh, look, you tried to touch something and it cut your arm off. Don't worry, I've got a cybernetics for that. <laughs> cybernetics installation bay. <laughs> slightly used, slightly shot. <laughs> it's, I was like, don't, don't pay attention to the goo. <laughs> it's fine. Sorry, here it is. Um, what I was trying to get at earlier uh, was slang terms. Um so uh, their faster-than-light method, similar to warp drive, is the Alcubiri drive. Hmm. Um, and, I mean, uh, <clears throat> cube is a hologram projection cube. Uh, and uh, getting tubed, the act of being cloned. <laughs> That makes sense. Just up the well and refers to someone who's uh, wet behind the ears. <laughs> a Maggie Kim is a well-known ghost ship. Hmm. It's thought to be the first ship that ran into bugs. Um, <laughs> Togs is a reference to clothes. Uh, Togs? Like the shoes? No, no T-O-G-S. The shoes clogs. is clogs. Clogs, the wooden shoes? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just thought I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, I mean, they list stations, they list uh, different planets, uh, they talk about a lot of different stuff in this book. So I mean, it's a complete, it's a complete book. It's an actual slang word. Oh, what does it <laughs> cool. mean? Clothes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Who knew? Cool. Um. Yeah, no, if they added, you know, ship modification or creation, that would that would make my day. <laughs> <laughs> so the other books are not rated on um, Big Russ's Big Book of Bugs and uh, Below Deck Blues. Um, those are not rated on either website either right now. 
Um, So, I mean, I think adding them in definitely puts it to where I I am more tempted to say this is a five for We Hunt Bugs. Um, But, I mean, I'm I'm held back just a little bit uh, because of just simply the extra amount of stuff that I have to do with adding more edges and flaws, mm-hmm. adding more weapons, things like that. Like, um, and I know that's a minor complaint, but that's, that's literally the only thing. And I mean, basically if I were to give a real 100% rating, it's a 4.99, <laughs> you know, but I know Mrs. RPR would absolutely hate me. Wow. So. You ruined her day. I, uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, I stick with a 4.5. It's, it's as if he just spit in my Cheerios. <laughs> Like, I peed in your life cereal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I sit solidly at a 4.5 uh, with the other books added in. It, it pushes me over the edge, but not, it pushes me up to the edge, but not over. <laughs> really? I felt like this book by itself, just the We Hunt Bugs, was like a 4. And then. But then the two other books with it, because now you have pretty much everything you need, that would make it a five. Except the ship creation system. Yeah. <laughs> they should make another book that's called, like, <laughs> Ship Creation System. <laughs> we have bugs with ships. <laughs> Actually, that would be really interesting because then they could add, like, colossal really bug yeah that's oh, what yeah, i was just right? thinking oh, that would be so cool that You're would be right. super cool no, or like right. because like think yeah, of that's like, like in um you know like or um, in mass effect how mm-hmm. they had that giant sentient telekinetic oh, yeah, bug right. like, hey, or like those bees you were talking about at the beginning of the adventure we could have actually fought them with our ship yeah like <laughs> that would have been cool, awesome like, yeah i think it we never cool. actually found the bees <laughs> i'm gonna be no, yeah. but y'all also didn't take Graham's uh, idea of opening the doors at each level. I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> Bad I think, idea. I think Terrible it idea. If like you're riding your ship, right? But you could mm, not only encounter them, but it's more common, right? If there's like bugs that were civil, like more civilized, you know. So it's like. Like sentient, like yeah, intergal- like, interstellar bugs. Like with I'm limbs starting and to get stuff a, with uh, like human body parts. <clears throat> you know that'd be cool. Ooh, I'm starting to get an Ender's Game legs. feel here. I like, find uh, the idea Quest. of a thinking bug, a brain bug, very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Starship Troopers earlier. I just well, had I to. mean, I just had to. we hunt bugs. Starship Troopers. <laughs> they, you know. I think that's part of why it's not really my cup of tea. Because, like, it's, it's just really, like, the books and... It just bugs you? The movies. No, it's just, they're kind of... Some of the details just gets me a little squirmy. And I don't, I don't particularly care for that. Oh. You used to work for a pest control company, and your husband does that every day. I know. Yes, but he kills bugs. But, like, no, it's just like... Like the game. Some of the... Just some of the descriptions of things happening, I'm just like, but 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 You can make your own version. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. It gives me the 
the you skin crawlies. I just you can stop. Wait, how can you, you can get man. freaked out by the bigger ones? You would not be able to handle the like colossal one if you're talking about making a colossal one for the ship. No, but it would be cool. Like if you're riding like, a ship and like it a would, huge gigantic spider. Look, crawls it up would to be. The top. It would. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> That actually would be a really cool bug. I know. And you could, like, keep a leg. Like an interstellar spider that, like, makes its webs in asteroid fields Ooh. and stuff. Oh, solar sails that would be cool. Was, uh, we- and, like, uh, webbing. And, like, yeah, That's it catches cool. the ships. It catches like the, the ships like the, in its the, web. The, the spiders that fly because yeah. they make the little parachutes. and Yeah, yeah nope. like, it catches ships <laughs> in nope. its web nope. instead of, like, nope. bugs. Nope. Oh. No. And, like, nope. drains all, all the humans. <laughs> Negatory. <laughs> not, do not like. What if it ate? Uh, I do not reactors. I as do, oh yeah, food. like drain, of, drain of, fuel uh, and like energy. energy. Oh my gosh, and it would be like a, like that a would robotic. Because cool, then you'd be stranded, like, you know, the armor? and yeah. you'd have your life support going well, out. I so was hey, having Pat. The, <laughs> right? Star Trek Tholian web thing going on. Like there's like an armor scorpion. Imagine it was like an armor uh, spider. You know, and it, like, it would eat nope. your batteries. <laughs> that would be awesome. No, yeah. Ooh. Tank rules. They could really use some tank Big rules. Tanks. Oh, tanks yeah. would be awesome. Well, I, I think like really honestly, Pat, just like big vehicles. Vehicles with, in general. The way yeah, Pat honestly. Rides, I think honestly, uh, it would be a one fell swoop for vehicle rules. Yeah, that's and true. I think, that's true. I think, and, and they would the be way, simple and straight to the point. And they would very, work. And they would work with well. the way Pat yeah. writes. I think that in all honesty, he'd be like, and this is how vehicles work. Hey, Pat. And you'd look at it and you'd be Do like, this. <laughs> this is really yeah. good. Uh, yeah. So I think. But yeah, yeah. it just now it just gives me the the skin crawlies and I don't I don't like it. <laughs> oh my gosh! What do you think would be worse? Probably all of it. No, I mean if they. <laughs> okay, oh, but what man. what what do you want them to write? We hunt teddy bears. <laughs> he already did. Oh yeah. And it's fun. I like that one. <laughs> what what would be worse if they took out like certain stuff like key points like specialties and stuff mm. or if you met russ and he was a jerk <laughs> like a total i feel like he probably would be i know but just he's because like he's famous, like survived you know? so long yeah. that at, you, at a certain point you're just like you can't care about anybody else you've seen so many other people yeah. die <laughs> all right jess 42 paul 36 Timothy, 92. Oh, that's not our names. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You're filling a spot. Oh, that's really depressing. <laughs> but, it's like that one. Oh, sorry. What? All right. Well, anyway. we're, we're actually running out of time here. So um, I'm going to stick with my 4.5. I'm, I'm going to stick with my three. If Pat comes out with a vehicle book, uh. then I would consider I would consider bumping my rating to a four. Oh, really? Yeah. It, well, that's because she doesn't do half I do not do. I do not do point ratings. One to five. Honestly, if he came out with vehicles, I would give him an eight. <laughs> 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 That'd be so cool. It's like, wait, uh, where'd Wentworth go? It's like, growing <laughs> up in a tank. vehicle. I kind of agree with that, actually. If 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 there were more source books that are just as good as the ones we've already got, I think I could bump this up to a four. All right, so we've got a three, a three point five, a five, and a four point five. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's not okay, but all right, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It just. 
whole numbers. <laughs> Anyways, if you enjoy our show, if you are interested in going out and looking for it, um, We Hunt Bugs, the main book, is available on Drive Through RPG. Um, PDF and print, right? Pre it. The. It is available in PDF and print. <laughs> um, you can check us out at rpghour.com. Uh, you can go find our podcast on most major services that you can listen to a podcast on. Give us five stars if possible. Uh, if you have any problems, you can email us at therpghour at gmail.com. Instagram. We don't check the Instagram, really. Well, if you have any problems, just message us on Instagram. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us again. (laughs) Go check us out at patreon.com. But thank you so much for joining us. uh, Until the dice roll again.